This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your family, to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for Podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Like friendship for me is everything. I don't come from like a big family or anything. So my friends are my family. Like that's why like I, if you're my friend, like you're my ride or die. Like I will do anything for you. And yeah, it just comes down to having those people and like connecting and getting deep. You know, you can't really further a a relationship and deepen a relationship if you're not willing to be vulnerable with your friends and, like, talk about hard shit and, like, stuff like that. Like, that's how my group has gotten so close is because we're just so, like, honest and vulnerable with each other. Hey, guys, what's up? Welcome to or back to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. I have Natalia on the podcast today. Hey, girl, what's up? Welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So pumped that you can be here. Yeah, and so good to finally meet you. I know. I feel like I've followed you, or like that's that always sounds weird. Like I've followed you on Instagram. (laughs) But that's just how it is. It is. It is. It's like I almost know everything about you, but like (laughs) you know, (laughs) let's normalize it. Like it's fine. Like I know everything about you too. Like you know, but But here we are. (laughs) Do you ever like just like. Like, you find a cute boy on Instagram or something, or, like, you know, you're about to go on a date, and you're, like, listening to them talk, you're, like, mm, I do that, like, I also do that, you gotta play it cool. <laughs> Once you go through the tagged photos, it's, like, game over, like, oh. I know way too much. <laughs> okay, I think you would really get along with my little sister, because she is the queen of, like, the tagged photo section. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you do, you know way too much, you know more than you ever wanted to know. And that's why I don't allow myself to overstep anymore, because I'm, like, sometimes it just ruins it for me, like, I get the Yeah. <laughs> No, but true. And also, like, it's fun to be surprised a little bit, you know, like kind of like let them introduce themselves. Exactly. Exactly. So, have you ever found that people will meet you in real life 
And then our, I guess we're going to do this the entire podcast, but like, have you ever like <laughs> met someone and then they already have like these preconceived ideas about you because they followed you online? 100%. It's the weirdest thing. It's so Because I'm like, do you actually know me though? Right. Yeah. You know? No, well, and I've, I've connected with people, um, you know, like I moved to Annapolis probably about a year and a half ago when my first moved there. I was really adamant about like making connections with people just kind of like right off the bat, like whoever DM was like, hey, I live here, like welcome to the town, like um, if you want to grab for grab coffee, meet up or something, I would say yes. But then they would always kind of have like this idea of like who they are. But I feel like if you're a creator, it's a little different because you kind of get the same, you know, does that like, exactly? It's like understand. we we have the same like not the same life, obviously, but like go through some of the si- similar yes. same situations and things work wise. And also just like being a content creator, I feel like I don't know. It's like it's hard to describe. It is so hard to describe. Yeah. Like, the, just like it, someone's like, what? What's a day in your life like? And you're like, I, I could. I have it's no different idea every day. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally different every single day. So so different. Yeah. Um. So you are a full time content creator. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about you, your journey to building your platform, all that jazz? So deciding that you wanted to be a full time content creator, all that. Yeah. So I started posting content as a side hobby like in 2020 that's when I started um, my Instagram page Nats Need Eats and um, honestly I only posted on there for like recipes and it was just like a side thing because I was in college at the time at community college Um, and all most of my like close friends weren't living in the same city I was they were like out of state for college or just out of the city so um I started becoming, like, obsessed with wellness and just, like, um, improving my life in all aspects, and I decided to share that and make an account, and I really did not think anything of it, really. Like, it was just a little passion project, side hobby, Um, but then, obviously, the pandemic hit, and um, I really loved posting, and I was like, okay... I want to like continue doing this and put more of my time into this. And now that school like is from home, like I have way more time. So I made a TikTok, started posting more, gained more of a following. Um, and because of like that following, it just made me realize like how passionate I am about not only, you know, wellness and all the things I share, but just like creating a community and just like receiving dms from people being like you help me with this and i don't know it just made me feel like that was my current passion and i decided to drop out of college move to la do the whole thing um i love it and it was honestly like the best decision i could have ever made and i'm still doing it yeah so when you decided to leave school because i also left school Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So I actually withdrew from all my classes without telling my mom and dad. I <gasps> oh, that's bold. I, yeah. yeah. And, um, so that's a you know full story for a different day. But yeah, um, I did the same thing, and and my listeners, you know, they've heard my story, or whatever. But um, how was that process like for you, presenting an idea to your parents or to your friends? Even hey, I'm gonna do something super out of the ordinary. What was that? process like for you so I would say like talking to my parents was the most difficult part just because um my mom has always been very strict on me school-wise and I was never in straight-a student like school is just not my jam like it's very 
tough for me, tougher than most people. For whatever reason, school is just not my thing. And um, talking to my parents about it was a huge stressor. But, like, I knew that, like, this is what I wanted to do. And regardless if they were going to accept it or not, like, I was still going to make it happen for myself. So going into the conversation, obviously, I was, like, super nervous about it. But I just told them, like, hey, this is where, where I feel like my heart is leading me to right now. And I want to you know, fully send this and move to LA. Like I already have friends in the same um, industry, you can call it, um, that live there. So like I have community there, like it just makes sense for me right now. And um, I even like would read them some of the DMs like I was receiving just so that they could understand. Because I feel like, you know, my parents are older, like they, most parents don't fully understand social media. And I was like, I didn't have a manager at the time. I didn't have much certainty, but I kept telling them, like, I'm going to make this happen. Like, it's going to work out. Like, even if it doesn't work out, let's say, I can go back to school. Like, school will always be there. But I want to, like, continue with this traction and, like, just go for it. And they ended up, like, understanding and supporting me. So... Um, but it was definitely nerve wracking to tell them. Oh, I imagine it's like terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't say a word when I did that. Yeah. Were yeah. your parents strict too, like with school and stuff or? They were, but they also kind of similar to your experience, like they kind of saw the, the impact yeah. that I was making. And I think, you know, from their point of view, they were like, oh my gosh, you know, this is such a different time than, you know, when, when they were growing up, it was kind of like. Yeah a very certain path that you had to follow and I think now there's a lot more flexibility and it's being more widely accepted um but yeah when my sister told them my dad came into my room and he was like hey so Lexi actually mentioned that um you withdrew from your classes can we just talk about that (laughs) oh my gosh yeah yeah we probably should (laughs) for me I think it was just you know kind of like you I just felt called and I was just like okay I feel like I have to do this so when you moved to LA what was that like for you? Had you lived in LA prior or like, you know, like before in your lifetime or was this like a whole new, like new city, new people, new, new home, everything? So I never moved ever. I had lived in my childhood home from zero till, till I was 21. That's when I moved. Um, so yeah, it was my first time in LA, first time with a roommate, new friends, new job, new everything. So it was a lot of newness that I had to, become comfortable with and just like creating a new routine but it was like newness that I was so excited for because I was so ready to finally live on my own and just like be around more like-minded people um because my closest friends weren't even really at home so just having those like-minded people um because I met the girls that live in LA I met them through Instagram before I moved so that was just like kind of another thing that I was like I already have friends there pretty much you yeah. know like I get to grow those relationships um so I was super excited for like the whole new journey but obviously scared as well because I didn't have certainty with the whole job like I wasn't making too much money with social media yet um but then I got a manager and everything just started aligning and it like all started to make sense that like the decision of moving to LA like it started all falling into place. So when you moved here, what would you say was the biggest challenge that you faced as kind of just like embracing all this newness? Yeah. Um, I would say just like being on my own, like actually on my own, um, 
I feel like I've always counted on my parents for so many different things and I'm like the only child I was definitely like very babied <laughs> till I was 21 um still am because I moved back home but we can get into that <laughs> um but yeah I would say just like fully depending on myself and relying on myself and just being a big girl like putting my big girl boots on and like also proving to my parents and like my friends and everyone that like I'm gonna make this work for myself you know having that pressure definitely made me feel like I had to just really prove myself um which was hard in some mental health aspects but all in all I'm so happy that I made the decision so I want to talk about if you're open to it a little bit of the mental health side of things because you're super super transparent on social media and I love that about you you have a like a whole I don't know if it's a highlight or a, maybe a pin post or something but just like de- you're very very dedicated to vulnerability and transparency and I love that about you thank you um, what would you say okay first off what's it like for you to literally lay it all out on the line online <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it's definitely like not easy but at the same time the only reason why I practice so much like just being real and honest is because I feel like that's what social media needs Mm -hmm. and like that's what I needed to see when I was younger and going through stuff like I wish there was more people sharing the raw vulnerable moments so like that is literally my only goal with my social media I feel like at this point my social media has changed so much I went from you know talking about you know past my past eating disorder and then talking about mental health things and healing and like just different things I just want to be honest about it all um so that's just kind of where I'm at on my social media status I would say is just like showing the real things I'm going through as a 23 year old you know from when I started 21 to 23 there's still so much learning to do and that is what I'm here to share on my platform is like the things I'm learning the things I'm unlearning um but it's not easy also when like there's particular people you know that are gonna see it like that's what keeps me holding back sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like I know this person's gonna see it and like I don't want them to know that vulnerable side of me but then I'm like but think of like all the other thousands of people that could hear this and it could like change their day change their life like that's what keeps me going it's such a weird balance like a delicate dance between what you can share because it's like relatable to people versus like oversharing and like putting yourself into like a weird position Mm -hmm. and I always kind of err on the side of like share it all because that's what people like need and want to hear of course and I found that people connect better when you share your true vulnerable self and your true vulnerable story um and honestly I would say when I started to talk about mental health you know food in a different way I saw people really kind of cling to that rather than like running away would you say that people like are almost like more attracted to you because you're more vulnerable 100% I feel like that's why I have a following is because Mm, like I feel like without my vulnerability like what's the point you know like I'm not here to just post pictures and look cute like that's not why I'm an influencer when I (laughs) When I see people, and, like, you can probably think of, like, the names of people that I'm thinking. Not, like, in our genre, I don't think, because I think our genre does a good job of... Do you use that word, word like, our genre of, like, social media? Yeah, That's yeah. That's what I say. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, the wellness, you know, community, genre. For yeah, sure. community genre. Yeah. Um, 
but I'm, you know, people who have like been on YouTube for a while or people who just have built up followings just for like posting pretty pictures. Like, yeah, they're pretty pictures and yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But I'm just like, you know, how, I don't like, like why? I know. <laughs> you know? I know. I don't know how they still have jobs. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> I yeah. Feel like social media is just changing so much where it's like, if you're just posting a bikini photo and you're just like, I don't know. People I just don't more. get it anymore. Yeah. They want more. They want more. Instagram and TikTok were like your main things, right? Mm-hmm. And then you started a podcast. Yes. Okay. Tell me a little bit about you on the in the podcast space. Um, I started I think exactly a year ago. Um, I've always wanted to start a podcast. Every start ever since I got on social media, I just think I've learned so much through listening to podcasts. Like I think I've learned more through podcasts than I ever did in school. Like actually, no, as yeah. an adult, like so much so I knew that that was something I wanted to do eventually and then finally um started it a year ago and it's been great um yeah I just share a little bit of everything um wellness things mental health um like July favorites wellness things like just a little bit of everything and I've just started having guests on too so Okay, I also just kind of started having guests on, like, within the past, like, six months or so. Me too. Um, and it's kind of, like, it's just a different, like, a different vibe. Yeah. I find that solo episodes are almost like journal entries. 100%. For me. Yeah. It's like, here's my entire heart. <laughs> and you know what? It's hard for me, per- I don't know about you, but, like, for me personally, it's hard to dig that deep, like, every single week. Like, it takes a lot of mental energy okay, yeah. to talk about the things that we talk about. Yep. And it can be draining sometimes. Like, sometimes I just want to be like, I don't want to think about, like, what I've been through the past 21 years. Like, I kind of just, like, you know, like, want to just not, you know? Like, we need, okay. br- we shouldn't be doing that all the all time. Right, you just, okay, you just put to words, like, literally the feeling that I have sometimes when I know that I have to record something and I know that I'll sit around in the house all day long procrastinating and it's because I don't want to get deep with myself. That is Maybe I, am literally I, am me. I, am, I, am I avoiding myself? <laughs> I don't know. I think that we need breaks. Like, I don't, like, because yeah. I think that, like, the whole healing process and, like, self-improvement, like, it's great. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, anyone who's investing in themselves, like, 100%, that's amazing. But, like, we need breaks too to just yeah. like sit and be and just exist and be horizontal and watch Love Island and just be <laughs> a human and not like think about every trauma we've had and like Literally. all the experiences that led us to who we are now. Like that is important to share, but I think just like being honest with yourself when you need a break is what I've been doing. And that's why I've been having like guests on so I can like take a break I from myself that. and like get to know someone else. Like, it's important for us I think so too and I think too like you can't always be in like healing girl mode like my whole summer season this will be a fall episode by the way okay um my whole summer season has been about healing girl summer Mm. and it's been heavy like it's good it's been helpful for my for the listeners but I'm just like dang like I'm you know like healing's good but like too much healing (laughs) like is that a thing I don't know girl me and you both yeah yeah Okay, so talk to me about your healing journey then. Are you, like, in the process? Okay, we talked a little about, like, new beginnings. So I, 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 I'm getting a sense that they're probably intertwined, right? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> Although we just said that we don't want to get deep, but let's do it anyway. Uh. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't even really know where to start. I feel, If I'm being completely honest and vulnerable right now, 
Um, I've had a week. It's been okay. a very heavy week. Um, August has not been treating me the best. What's going on? Why? Um, well, <laughs> so I already told you this off off of the podcast, but my car got broken into like a week ago. Lost my camera. Lost my laptop. Wait, can you tell the story a little bit more? Because I feel like the listeners will probably want to, they'll be like, wait, her car got broken into? Like, let's hear the story. Yeah, if you follow me, you know. But basically, um, I was at dinner with my friend Lindsay last week. And in the arts district, um, I we were in the arts district. And I left my, <laughs> so I live in Orange County. And whenever I come up to LA, I bring all my stuff with me because it's like, I'm a content creator, so I got my camera, I got my laptop, like, I have things I'm doing while I'm in L.A., so I bring all those valuables with me, otherwise, why else would I bring those things, you know, um, but stupid, silly little me left her laptop, camera, beats, makeup, all in one bag in my front seat, and I, like, covered the bag, but if someone wants something, they're gonna break in and they're just gonna find whatever's there. So yeah, my car got broken into, which was not the best. Um, still, still processing the fact that they have my yes. like laptop with all my things. Everything. And, yeah. As a creator, or honestly, just as a human, it's like my work. Yeah, that's your work. Yeah. That's your life. My heart breaks. The fact you lost your vlog camera too, like all the footage, the stuff on. Sorry, I don't want to like. I don't want to keep dropping the knife. But like. No, it's fine. Honestly, like, I have peace with it. Like, it's happened. It's over with. Um, I'm glad I'm safe. You know, if I yeah. would have gone back to my car while they were doing that, who knows what could have happened. Right. So I'm yeah. glad I'm safe. Everything is material. Um, I can get new things. Like, it's fine. Um, but regardless of that, like, I'm just not having a very peaceful environment mm. um, at home, which is hard. And it's something I'm currently trying to get out of. Um, so I'm moving. Uh, this is <laughs> I haven't even said this to anyone yet on my socials Big or anything, but I'm moving very, very soon, as soon as possible. That's that's the next goal. So new beginnings are very where, needed. Like where you're going to head to? Like are you going to come back to L.A., stay, or, stay in Orange County? I think I'm going to stay in Orange County. Um, did the whole L.A. thing. But L.A. is just not for me, like, long term. Okay. Like, I did it, but I prefer just a more, like, peaceful environment. Totally understandable, and, yeah. Like, cities, like, obviously, L.A., you got the beach and you got the city. But just moving back home to Orange County, like, just that area, um, I just feel more myself there. I um, kind of feel, like, more at home, too. I know? do, in a way, like, yeah. Like, you know, like, the roads and the restaurants and the people, like... You know, just probably like feels good. It does. It does. Yeah, I have my spots I go to. Um, all my friends from college move back home too. Oh, fun. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then when I want to visit my LA friends, you know, it's like an hour drive, but they're worth to come up for. Mm -hmm. So I see them like once a week. It 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 just makes sense to live in Orange County, but just very excited to excited have my own for space. You. Yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you going to live alone? Yeah. Ooh, I'm, I'm so, so excited. excited for you. Like, literally since I was, like, 12 years old, like, I've dreamt of just having my own place, like, my own space. You can decorate everything the way you I want know. to. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so pumped for you. Thank you. Yeah. That's so, awesome. new beginnings happening so soon. Excited. Yeah. Is there anything else in, like, the new beginning realm that you're kind of feeling? Is, do you feel like stuff's, like, brewing to some degree? Um, okay. I would say, like... This next phase of my life, this next chapter, is just going to be a lot of, like, uncomfortable healing work. Okay. A lot of unlearning. Um, because I will be in my own space and, like, my own environment. So, like, anything else, like, is just going to be, in a way, like, cut off. Because I'll just be with myself. And I'm going to have, like, uncomfortable things come through. I feel like with healing, like... I feel like I've been run, running away from some of my problems mm -hmm. and, like, deep-rooted issues just to, quote-unquote, survive. So, and I know that sounds so, like... No, but... It, I don't okay. even know how to... I, it's hard for me to even talk about it's this. Because I haven't even, like... That's why, for me, I don't like to talk about things until I've fully gone through it. Mm, yeah. Just because it's, like... it's Because I'm, like, in the thick of it right now. Right. So it's, like, how do I even talk about it? But, like I said next phase is just unlearning and just being and sitting with myself and sitting with those emotions that I've been running away from for so long and like actually like intentionally sitting with them because I feel like the only way you have to heal the things that you're running away from is by really just going through yeah. it you know what I'm like saying diving head first absolutely and I don't want to but I have to <laughs> no it, it's terrifying I have to but the fact that you recognize that you have to that's you're probably like light years ahead of where you think you are to be honest because if if you really weren't where you think you are okay I feel like if you recognize it you're almost there I you like know? that yes because if yeah. you're not being aware of it yeah. yeah and I feel like I've always been aware of the things that I'm trying to heal from but I didn't want to put in the work to heal it because mm. I'm like, it's not a good time yet or I'm not ready enough yet. Um, but then those feelings and those like things that you're running away from are just going to keep prolonging. Yeah. And it's like, I'm trying to end the cycle now. Like I'm trying mm. to start becoming the person that I want to be now. Like I can't keep letting, you know, excuses holding me back from that version I'm trying to create. So what's the ideal version of you that you're trying to step into in this new beginning? Whew. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely 
someone who, like, I like to say I'm already authentic because I try to, you know, that's, like, the most, that's the most important thing to me is to be authentic, but I just feel like I'm, I've been really, like, holding back my power and my full potential, which is just someone who, I feel like I have a, a hard time, like, expressing my emotions and, like, Mm -hmm. just, like, even, like, podcasts like this, like, it's hard for me to, like, really talk about how I feel genuinely and I feel like because my throat chakra is like blocked for whatever reason whatever happened to me as a child my throat chakra has been blocked so I feel like by fully stepping into my power and um just allowing myself to be honest and vulnerable with people I love that will help me be the person I'm trying to become, which is just like, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. Know if that means so sense. so okay. So I have something for you. So a little backstory. So I, um, am writing a chapter in a book, and the book's all about healing. Oh my god! And Love. I'm super pumped about it. But awesome. I really struggled with food back in like the winter time, like the fall and winter time, like just kind of a shit show. Um, if you know, without getting into the dirty details. Oh, I know. Pretty much shit show. I'm if sure you know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you know, you know. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. by the way. Thank you. I went through that. Thank you. It's not fun. Not at all. No. 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 But I'm sure we can, we can chat about it. Maybe off the mic. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to like fully get into it, but, yeah. but this chapter in this book, this was the first time that I really opened up about some of the stuff that I was going through. And it wasn't until I had my sister read it first. And then one of my best friends, in the entire world read it second and then I slowly just had like more and more people reading it and it's like this deep vulnerable like almost like here guys read my diary yeah um but I finally felt understood and I finally finally felt heard and by kind of giving them and writing was a cool tool too because I didn't have to say it Mm. I could just be like okay here you read this you process this kind of like for me in a way Mm -hmm. and then you can come back to me and be like oh my gosh, I never knew that you went through that. You know, this is what I think. Like, let me give you a hug, (laughs) you know, whatever. And because like I could be open and honest with them, it helped me then heal in turn, if that kind of makes sense too. So it's like, I felt heard and seen by them. So then they, I don't know, like it was, it was so much easier to like get through, you know? Wow. Okay. I love that so much. And I completely relate to that. That's actually, it's weird because I went through the same exact thing this past weekend um with a few of my friends I saw in LA I told them about a recent situation that I had been going through and just hearing them validate Mm, yeah the things I've been going through and like hearing them give me support and love and just like again the validation of like how you're feeling is okay like just having that support like you had from your sisters probably meant so much and um just helped you yeah heal through it like again that's what I'm going through right now it's like healing those things that you know are harder to talk about yeah and I think if you're just kind of like dealing with it alone it's just gonna be so much harder because you like can't let anyone into your space and then you're just like spiraling in your head you know thousand percent and then the minute that you get that validation you're like oh wait I'm not crazy you know dude so weird this is exactly like how I've been feeling really oh my gosh yeah like every yeah do you think that when you moved here you okay so you said that you moved here and you kind of had like friends already and then what was it like 
just creating a community in a new city and then kind of like deepening those relationships to then get to this point where you can be like super vulnerable with them. During the pandemic, they, the, the girls I was talking to online that I had never met before, um, but they were, they all knew of each other because they all lived in LA. They would like hold these picnics. Um, so I would drive up from Orange County like every weekend and that's how like I started becoming friends with them. Obviously we weren't deep or anything, but I, I, all I knew was that I love being around them. They seem very genuine and it's not hard. It's not easy for me to just open up to obviously just anyone, especially in your twenties. Like it's so hard to find actual good so friends. Hard. Yeah. So hard. So hard. And yeah, I was very skeptical because LA also has the mm. worst rep. Like everyone here is fake, right? Like that is just what LA you hear. Um, so I was skeptical, but because like we're all in the wellness community, I was hoping that, you know, it wasn't going to be like that. And of course, I've had some friendships while living in LA that ended up being very superficial, transactional. Um, but it's like I kind of already knew that like yeah. within like I read people's energy very quickly. Like I know if we're going to vibe or not. So those people I would just like keep a close distance from. But the girls that I'm still friends with to this day, like I knew I just knew that like Aww. we were going to get along. And yeah, I'm very fortunate to have met them in the time I did how it all happened. Like I still look back and I'm like, how did I meet such amazing people? Like, I don't know if it was just because of the pandemic, like everyone just felt more connected online like I have no idea but I'm so damn grateful I think when you find a core group in your 20s that you can really kind of like cling to in a sense and I don't know like it's all just like this weird like in between like we were talking about earlier yeah and when you can find a core group that you can relate to that you can vent to kind of like remove yourself from like I don't know because for me growing up, it was always like talk, I talked to my family, but, you know, kind of outside of our like little family unit, it's so important to have those voices of, you know, maybe they've had a different path in life or, you know, they just kind of like come from somewhere else and they can bring different perspectives. Um, mm -hmm. And I think for me, like once I found a little bit of a core group, my just happiness level increased, my mental health got better. I don't know what it was like for you, but just like kind of having people thousand percent I think that connection is like for me like top five mental health things yeah. like connection is like number one like having people you can talk to that you can actually trust um and like fr like friendship for me is everything I don't come from like a big family or anything um so my friends are my family like that's why like I if you're my friend like you're my ride or die like I will do anything for you um and yeah it just comes down to having those people and like connecting and getting deep I feel like I can't really you know you can't really further a, a relationship and deepen a relationship if you're not willing to be vulnerable with your friends and like talk about hard shit and like yeah. stuff like that like that's how my group has gotten so close is because we're just so like honest and vulnerable with each other and that's something I definitely did not have in high school um so I think that they've really healed <laughs> a lot of like the the past hectic girl friendships that I had you oh, know 100%. what I'm saying yeah I mean in high school I think a lot of people are just afraid because mm -hmm. you're like oh I don't want to talk about my problems I don't want to talk about 
Yeah, I didn't, high school's so hard, and you're just, like, everyone's trying to fit in. Yeah. And then, yeah, once you meet people, I, don't, I guess we'll say, like, in real life, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, once you get out of, like, your little high school level. Yeah. It's just, it's so different. I think if you can get vulnerable, sometimes my friends get mad at me because I'm, like, okay, let's go deep. Like, let's, you know, like, let's get this conversation past the surface. Like, let's just, you know, roll into, like, how are you feeling today? How are you doing? Should I be concerned? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think that is how you really just get to know people and create a true connection for sure i want to talk a little bit about your wellness routine so you post so much cool wellness content your workouts are fun you do like literally the cutest little dances like (laughs) you do i watch your tiktoks i'm like oh my gosh she's so cute um so you're welcome (laughs) I never know what I'm doing, by the way. Like, just so everyone knows, I know I'm not a dancer, okay? okay I'm just moving my body in silly ways. Like, but you, you, you look like you know what you're doing. Well, thank you. I was going to ask, were you a dancer? No. No? <laughs> I always wanted to be. Did you do, like, any sports or anything growing up? Yeah. I did a lot of sports. Um, But in high school, I did track and cross country. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and then you run. I do run. Right? Yes. How's that going? So, I was actually supposed to do a half marathon this weekend, but unfortunately... Um, girl was not stretching properly, so I, like, ruined my knee, like, a month ago, like, yeah, I had to stop running for, like, two weeks, and then, and then I've just started, like, getting back to running, I was like, okay, the marathon is literally this weekend, like, it's just, it's, I, I want to do it, but at the same time, it's just not gonna happen this weekend (laughs) well it'll happen when it's supposed to happen it'll happen when it's so cliche and like toxically positive no literally rejection is redirection yes there you go (laughs) wasn't supposed to happen this weekend you know my it's fine yeah and then you're gonna run a different one and it's gonna be the best one ever you're gonna like meet someone cool or like something like i'm gonna gonna meet my husband on the run like it just wasn't meant to be this weekend because you're supposed to meet your husband whenever you run the, the next one that is just how it goes with a healthy knee Thank you. There you go. You you get it. Yeah. Like, thank absolutely. you for understanding. No problem. I feel yeah. so validated right now. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, okay. So talk me through a little bit of kind of like your, like your day-to-day wellness routine. Maybe we start in the morning. Okay. What is, um, just kind of like walk us through your morning routine, if you have one. Yeah. So uh, it definitely changes, but I'll tell you mine right now. Okay. Okay. So I wake up, lately I've been waking up around 6. That's just when my body wakes me up. Sometimes I'll wake up at 8 if I need that extra rest because I think sleep is number one. I need at least 7 to 8 hours of, of sleep or else you don't want to be around me. That's just how it works. Um, so, but yeah, lately 6 a.m. wake up. Um, and because I'm going through this little funk in my life right now, transition, um, journaling is like what's keeping me afloat right now and just getting out everything I'm going through so I have been journaling for at least like five minutes in the morning just like a mind dump um because I love journaling for the fact that I can look back at the periods of my Mm -hmm. life where I was going through it and I can look back and see everything I was feeling and know how I grew from that and so that's why I'm so adamant right now especially like I'm writing now everything because I know I'm going to grow from this and it's just like a little moment I can like be proud of myself absolutely you know yeah um so I've been journaling a lot this week um and then I'll have my little coffee I always drink water before coffee though um 
and then I'll have like a banana with peanut butter just to get something in my stomach. I don't wake up super hungry at 6 a.m., but I do like to have something before coffee. So have my banana, peanut butter, pink salt, and then <laughs> I'll make my coffee. Um, and then I'll just go for a walk outside, little neighborhood walk, like 20 minutes. I'll listen to a podcast, listen to healing frequencies, listen to music, whatever I'm feeling. Again, every day is different for me work-wise. So if I have a brand deal I have to get done, or if I have more time in the morning, I'll go to the gym. Um, but movement, sunlight, journaling, caffeine, those are the, those are the important things. All all the important things. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have um, specific like journaling prompts that you use or do you just kind of brain dump? It really depends um, what life season I'm in and what I'm feeling. But as of lately, like I said, just like mind dumping has just been good for me. Um, but also I've been using these like manifestation scripting types of things because I'm moving to a new space. So I like to envision what my life is going to feel like in this next chapter of my yeah. life what it's going to look like, who's going to be there. So a lot of manifestation as well. It's wild if you write stuff down and then you go back and look at it. like, And it's almost like to a T. It's crazy. When I was about to move to LA and I didn't have like a management team, didn't have like constant income, like that was one of my biggest worries was like, how am I going to actually financially support myself? Um... I was manifesting like a management team and income, you know, there was more constant and I ended up finding a management team three months of living in LA. Wow. And they're like, they're like a trusted team, you know, because it's also hard to like find that. Um, And I've been with them ever since. So that was also just like a cool little, thank you. Yeah. Even if it's just like, I don't know, just like a little bit of like a wish list, you know, mm-hmm. just like, okay, like this is what I want. The intention setting. Yeah. Like yeah. getting it out there, putting it on paper, saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. Voice memos. I don't know if you do voice memos. I love voice memos. Voice memos are so like therapeutic. They are. When I was like really going through it with my job, I took a video. Actually, I deleted it on the plane right over here because I was like, I don't need this anymore. And I might, I might want it again someday, but, um, it was a video of me literally crying in my car saying, like, it was from February. And I was like, okay, by April, I'm going to be able to support myself outside of my job, you know, my, my like, nine-to-five job. Yeah. Um, the podcast is going to be doing well, and I'm going to just – I'm going to be happier. And then, sure enough, like, a month later, I ended up quitting my job. I was like, I got to wow. get out of my cubicle. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you. then just – yeah, but it's, it's crazy, like, if you just – it's so cliche but if you want it you can go for it you can always always get it and you you have to make it happen too like yeah I think there's a fine line with like the whole manifestation thing where it's like send it out and it'll happen like no you also have to put in the work to make it happen like you intention set and then you do the little steps to make it happen and then it'll happen because it's like yeah the intention's out there and you're, you're actually working to make it happen as well yeah there's something about it too where it's like I like to know that like I have what I have and I've um, achieved what I've achieved because I've put in hard work Mm, aside from like the intention setting you know yeah and it's good to feel I feel like everyone wants to like 
slap your back and like shake your hand when you're like you know on top and like in the success but it's fun to like look back at like you know you go back through your journal and be like okay well this is when I was really going through the thick of it but at the same time I was still pumping out a podcast episode I was still I was still grinding on my job even though I was like emotionally going through it yeah and I think those are the most powerful moments where you're like okay well if I could do it you know if the version of me from six months ago could do it I can definitely do it now when I'm like feeling good you know 100 percent. yeah it's all about having that reflection in mm-hmm. like reading those old journal entries like i i've done that so much especially when i'm going through a hard time because it's like okay if i got out of that hard time i can get through this hard time yeah you know just reflecting let's talk about micro habits okay Um, have you found any little teeny tiny habits that you use in your daily life that make your life easier or better or healthier or just make you happier micro habits um let me think about this for a sec like, for example, something for me is tongue scraping. Mm. Mm, okay. Like, love tongue. Just, like, something, like, I little and that. micro. Yeah. If, okay. I, like, that was the first thing in my suitcase when I packed. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it's got to come with me. It's a game changer. It is. If you're not tongue scraping, you got to get you on got, this. It's the least sexy name you could ever imagine. I know. But like, it and is. it's not sexy while you're doing it, but, no. like. Close the door to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Like when I ha- when I have a boyfriend someday, he's not gonna. <laughs> you will not get your tongue. <laughs> that's that's the one vul- vulnerable thing I will not show. Is the tongue scraping? No, literally. Sorry, like, I'll shut happening. the door, go in private. Like, literally. literally, you can watch me poop. You can watch me yeah, do anything. I will do else. anything. I will do anything else in front of you. Tongue scraping is not one of those. Things. That is a boundary I will not cross. <laughs> Hard line in the sand. There. Period. No, that's so funny. Um, okay, let me think. In the morning, I try to really have it stack. Um, That's so good. Yeah. Because I don't know. I feel like in the mornings, I'm just the most energized, productive. And I feel like if I get all the things I want to get done, it's going to happen in the morning. Because I get a midday slump and then it's like you're done. Like it's If it happens after like, you know, like one to like the three, which is weird because we're recording the one to three. I'm feeling great. But like, um, but yeah, it's the afternoons. The, the afternoons. afternoons hard. Yeah. Um, but I would say the micro habits are honestly just morning sunlight. Like not only do I sleep better, it's this whole, I don't know if you listen to like Andrew Hu- mm-hmm. Huberman, Love Huberman. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's big on like morning sunlight. Yeah. So that's been a priority for me. My sleep has been better. I've been really struggling with sleep. Um, so morning sunlight, also magnesium at night. I don't know if you take magnesium. I don't. I've heard about it. I feel yeah, like I need you, to do it. I need to do it. Everyone says magnesium, magnesium for for years. I was like, okay, I'll get on it eventually. No, you gotta get on it. Like, okay, I have I'll this little. Um, I take this um, pouch from Moon. Moon. Oh my god, I'm blanking. I feel like I can. Picture, I literally like, posted it last name. night. I, I posted like I can it picture, last night. Like, or like the logo. Oh um, shoot, I can't remember the brand. It's called Moon something, but it's this magnesium powder. It's like a nighttime cocktail, mocktail. Okay. I'll have it, the powder with water before bed. It tastes good. Um, and it just helps me, like, calm down, wind down. Um, so that's been helping with my sleep. Another micro habit I've been loving is my, the diffuser. Oh, essential oil. Essential oil diffuser. Do you have a specific oil that you like? Peppermint. I love okay. peppermint. It just helps me s- wind down. Um, but also... Do you know the brand Sajay? S-A-J-E? S-A-J-E. 
it's like a wellness brand. They have like yeah. diffusers, essential oils. Okay. Um, and I've been using all of their essential oils. So they have like different ones. So if you need energy, they have like these energy Ooh, drops. Okay. If you need something to wind down, wind down drops. Um, and I'll just have that going. Like whether I'm in my room, on my laptop, I just need like just essential oils make me feel some type of way. I love them. Yeah. So I have this little, this is a little woo-woo. I don't, how, are you kind of woo-woo? I, I'm, I'm pretty woo-woo. Okay, I'm not like. I can get there. Okay, I'm not like, like, you I'm know. open. Okay, c- cool. Yeah. So I had this, <laughs> I went to go see this energy healer one time and she gave me um, some essential oils and it was like, it was like lemon and something else, mm. maybe vanilla, mm. but she like charged them energetically with like positive affirmations. And so it, mm. she put it in a rollerball, like perfume. So Whoa. if I'm feeling sad about myself or my body or whatever, I literally just roll some on my wrist and like a little on my neck and I just feel better. It's probably a little wow. bit of the placebo effect, but also yeah. like good vibes are in there, I'm sure. You know? A little bit of both. Yeah. Like that's fine. But essential oils are, they have like some of those like healing properties. 100%. Too. So I think 100%. like the one that, she, like the little cocktail of essential oils that she gave me was for like self love. Uh, <laughs> like, love it. Wait, I love that. Yeah. Aff- affirmations. That is one thing I strongly believe in. Affirmations. Affirmations have changed my life. Do you do, like, do you sit in front of the mirror and say them? I do sticky notes on the mirror. Mm, And I read them while I brush my teeth. I love that. I have not done that yet. I know a lot of, I feel like affirmations, like, there's so many different ways you can affirm yourself. I haven't done the sticky note one yet. um, But ever since I started my wellness journey, I would just write, like, three affirmations in my journal in the morning. I'm a big journal girly, if you can't tell. I love it. Um... But yeah, no, I would write them down in my journal and then sometimes I'll say them out loud. But for me, I just I just like writing things. Mm-hmm. So writing it down first thing in the morning to fill my head with like positive energy about my day, about myself. Um, such a game changer, honestly. So what is one piece of content that has changed your life? Kind of in like the wellness realm, so whether it's like a podcast or a book or a quote or is there anything that has really been like a staple in your in your life so far? Mm. Podcasts, like listening to podcasts has been the thing that has gotten me the most into wellness and like just self-improvement overall. Um, the Skinny Confidential was like one of the first podcasts I started like religiously listening to and just like hearing all the different guests that they would have. And I don't know. I feel like I've learned so much through that podcast, even though it, I feel like it's not necessarily like a wellness centered podcast. But they do like so much like wellnessy stuff, though. You true, know? Like, true. Got a lot of like wellness guests. I, yeah. Yeah. True. So it's a podcast. Also, Ed Milet. Um, love him. He's good, yeah. He's one of my favorites. Um, and also Jay Shetty, the Jay Shetty. Okay, yeah. Podcast. Um, yeah, I'm definitely like an audio learner. Um, so just putting on a podcast while going on a walk, like literally during the pandemic, that's all I did was like just listen to so many podcasts, and I feel like that's what kickstarted this whole journey for me. Was just like really like having that time to really invest in myself and you know who I was trying to become and sharing sharing my lessons and sharing everything um on social media and then gaining that following and just wanting to keep improving and sharing it okay so we're gonna do a quick little 
hot seat rapid fire Q&A. Okay. So just kind of round out this episode. Good thing I'm an overthinker. So, okay, less than like less than like like 5 seconds. Okay. Here Let's we go. See. Unless you like are really like oh, like I have to think of it. Okay, okay. that's going to be um, every question, but it's fine. Okay, that's fine. there are no rules here. It's fine. Um okay, so what is your go-to party trick? Party trick. Ooh, neck farting. <laughs> impressive <laughs> okay how you do don't you... want to see that <laughs> we'll save that for the party yeah. um okay. yeah how do you how do you feel about pineapple on pizza no no immediate no 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 okay interesting um what is one song that's on repeat right now in my head yeah or like the first song that you hit like when you get in the car like the song that like you're just like like playing over and Ooh. over again like what genre whichever one because i love all music besides country sorry um okay i would say I'm really in a big posty okay. mood. New stuff or old stuff? Um, new stuff. New stuff. Okay. His song "Blame on Me." I don't know if you've heard it. Uh, maybe. Wait, I'm like that's by Posty, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think. But so. that's I've yeah. been I've been playing that okay. a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, one morning routine non-negotiable. I feel like I already know the answer. Journaling. As of lately, journaling. Okay. It always changes, but journaling. Yeah. What's one wellness trend that you just cannot get behind? Mm. Mm. this one might be hard though because i feel like they always change i know i'm trying to think of the ones that are like trending right now like currently um ice baths huge love ice baths i love an ice bath i really do um Um, what's another good one i'm trying to think because i'm i'm always open to trying new things i'll try everything once i don't think there's ever been anything besides like fad diets and stuff obviously like Fruit first in the morning. Yeah. No protein. Oh, we, we could go into that for days. Like the, um, the, the dieting ones. Yeah. Oh, I w- will not p- participate any longer. Good for you. Um, yep. But do you think, um, have you ever done a salt float? No. Mm. What is that? Okay. Maybe it's more of an East Coast thing. Okay. I've never heard but, of that. Um, so it's basically this like, um, we'll pause the rapid fire. Um, <laughs> it's basically like this big like tub and it's filled with. I don't know how many pounds of Epsom salt, but it's so salty that you float. And it's like so, the Dead Sea. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. And so it's, you know, like kind of therapeutic in the sense where like you just kind of like lay there and float for like a half an hour. Wow. And I did it for the first time probably like two years ago when I was super stressed out. Mm. And then I did like a series of them. So I did them like, probably did like four or six or something. And... I swear my sleep improved, my mood improved. Wow. And maybe it was part partly because I was like, you know, having this like dedicated meditation time like once a week, mm-hmm. but also just like, you know, think about like how you go to the beach and you're like, "Oh, like, you know, my beach skin like it takes 2 days and then my skin's clear or yeah. you know, just you feel better." I, it was the same vibe. I did it in the winter too. Oh, wow. And like an East Coast winter like it was brutal. Um, but yeah, salt float. Okay. I'll have to like find a place and like send it to you Please, around here. Please. Cuz it's super super cool. Trying to lower these stress levels right you now. You would love a salt float. <laughs> I, love need, a salt. I need a salt float And it's in helpful, my life. too, because, like, you can't have your phone because you're, like, literally in water. Oh, amazing. So it's, like, you know, just chill. It's a whole it's meditation. Good. You would really – I think you would really, okay. really like it. I'm going to start looking at places now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You would like it. What's another fun wellness trend? Um, I know. I'm trying to think. I feel like saunas are making a, a little bit of a comeback. Yeah. I'm, I'm in a big, heavy sauna phase. I love saunas. I go to Perspire. I don't know if you guys have those in mm-hmm. Maryland, but – um, there are these sauna studios. You just get your own, like, little room. You rent it for 45 minutes. Oh. It's, like, LED lighting. I put on the red light. Nice. It's, like, a little oasis. Do you do red light therapy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do. I don't really do, like, red light therapy, but 
I put my red light on at night every night before I I only do it at the sauna. Okay. I don't, I don't have, no, like, red you know, light. Like, you're like, Eventually, I want to get one. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. I see people doing that all the time. I know. I'm not that um, bougie yet. No. Eventually. I f- well, and then I feel like, too, like, I'll buy something, and then I'll do it for a short period of time, and I'm like, okay, I kind of forget about, like, the next. I feel that. Now, we'll do our, our my final question. Um, so, the average age of my listener is like 22 to like 24 25 if you had to go back and tell your 22 year old self one thing one piece of advice what would it be my 22 year old self so me a year ago what would I say to her ah, so much because I feel we're, we're constantly changing and yeah. growing like so much can change in a year um I think I would tell her to just trust the process and continue surrendering because it's all happening for her and not to her love that love that yeah so where can the listeners find you online they can find me on instagram tiktok my instagram is nats need eats a little bit of a tongue twister i um, love that name nats need eats and then um my youtube and tiktok are natalia seliger and my podcast is My Monday Mood. And I will link all of those in the show notes for you guys to your students' quick, easy access. You're the best. Yeah, no Thank problem. You. Thank you, Natalia, for coming on the show. So good Thank to have you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Anytime. Love this convo. I'm yeah. like, can so you good. just move here so we can... It's tempting. It's so tempting. We had a really good lunch, and I'm like, wait a second. You should. I could stay. You should. <laughs> I don't know if I would do well in, like, the hustle and bustle of LA, but Come maybe, to OC. like... Come to OC. It's It's tempting. I have a lot or of San Diego. So I have a lot of friends that just moved to San Diego. Ooh. And a lot of them were joking like, oh, like you, you know, you won't. <laughs> you won't move. You won't. Yeah. I'm like double dog dare me. See what I do. <laughs> Could be tempting. You um, should. We're young. Might as well. Do it. Might as well. Do it for the plot. If you double dog dare me right now on the podcast, I'll probably like find it. You guys, if she isn't um, live from San Diego or Orange County, I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised. <laughs> Here we go, guys. <laughs> Lily takes California. Uh, thank it. you, Natalia, so much for coming on the show. So, so good to have you. You are welcome back anytime. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to give it a rate and a review. That just helps more people find and listen to the show. I love you guys so much. Have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Cool. And that's a wrap. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for Thank you for yeah, having me. Absolutely. Oh my God. I think we could have.